Hello friends and welcome to another episode of the Adventure Coach Podcast. It's been a while since I've done a little standalone podcast like this, but there's a couple of things, or rather one specific topic, that I want to get stuck into, folks. Now, you'll all see in your coaching handbooks, there's a little page on tough love. Now, I'm not going to be the person who's going to shout and swear at you, down the phone, down video, whatever. But I am going to be the person to give you a little bit of tough love when I feel like you need it. Now, there are some people who are going to need to listen to this, and there are some people who are going to need to listen to it again. Other people may not have to. But listen, folks, if we're on a weight loss journey, we need to get with the program that this is something we have to stick at for a long time. This isn't shed 30 pounds in 30 days, because quite frankly, folks, that is a load of bullshit. When we look at a weight loss journey, there are, it's quite simple. We have two ways of doing it, okay? Simple to understand, not always easy to implement, okay? So when I say simple, I'm not being condescending, I hope here. I'm saying it's simple because it is a simple process, but not always easy to implement. There are one of two ways we can do it. We can track our calories, we cannot track our calories. If we're not tracking our calories, we're looking at more of a habit-based approach. Neither one is easier than the other team. In fact, well, it sounds like the habit-based approach is a little easier, but actually I'd argue that tracking calories is slightly easier, albeit they've definitely got their pros and cons. Now, the pro of calorie tracking is everything gets monitored and managed, everything gets controlled, everything gets measured, what gets measured gets improved. But the thing is, folks, it's also very antisocial. It's not the greatest thing to do, and it takes up a heck of a lot of time. And if you're batch cooking, things can be a little bit more difficult. So, on the other hand, we look at habit-based approach. This is not the easy way out. So stop trying to find ways around your chosen way of doing things. When we look at the habit-based approach, folks, what we need to remember is this is based on the habits of our portion sizes, the habits of our uh, eating times, the habits of our eating frequency, the habits of what it is that we are eating, the habits of what we put in our shopping trolley. When we track calories, we're kind of prioritizing protein. If we've got, and I say this with respect, if we've got a lot of weight to lose, then maybe we're going to benefit from a slightly lower carb diet, and therefore there's a little bit of guidance here. But on the whole, if you're tracking calories, you're going to be tracking calories and protein. So you're going to be prioritizing protein, and then you're going to be making better habits when you put stuff in your trolley. When you're doing more of a habit-based approach, some people can, quite frankly, use it as an easy way out. And then they're trying to figure out, well, why am I not losing weight? Why is this not working? The fact of the matter, folks, is if it is not working, then this system isn't working for you. Now, I am saying this from the advocate of your position. I'm not saying you have failed and therefore, you know, you're not, you're constantly going to stay fat. I'm not saying that. I'm an advocate for your position. I'm saying that if it's not working and this system isn't working for you, but please don't kid yourself in thinking that a habit-based approach is the work going to work for you if you're not able to work a habit-based approach. I'm going to say that again. Don't kid yourself in thinking that you can just do this one methodology. That methodology isn't working for you. So, when we look at calorie tracking, a lot of people can blow it lots of out of proportion, really, and say how bad it is. And ultimately, it's not really. You know, it can lead to rather obsessive tendencies, 
when it's not well managed, when you are not coached. A lot of people that go about it on their own and they have absolutely no idea what they're doing when they're calorie tracking will screw it up. And that's where all the horror stories come from. And quite frankly, folks, it's something that works. I personally do it every quarter or so just to make sure I'm on the right tracks and just to make sure that I am actually getting enough protein and maybe a few habits have snuck in there because I really like toast. And it's about understanding how that fits in with your strategy. But folks, we need to pick something and we need to stick to it. And when I say stick to it, I mean for a solid four or five weeks, not four or five days. There is no short term huge results. You're not gonna start a tracking process and then be lean in two weeks. You're not going to start a habit-based approach and feel like a vegan yogi after four days. We have to stick to it. And what we need to do is we need to stop this academic curiosity, which some people also call mental masturbation, which is starting something and then reading about 25 other different things and then trying to stick to the other things. You know, it's like being in a relationship. There's no point going around, is there, one with 20 different people. You stick to one person. If it works, awesome. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you give it time to understand before it whether it's working or not, don't you? You don't just go, oh, actually, after three days, she's no good or he's no good. Move on to the next person. You stick to it for a little while. So think of this as a relationship. And I want you to stick to that relationship through its highs and through its lows. And don't just bail when we get to that first low. There will always be lows. We can't bail from them. Now then, as we're going through, folks, there's going to be times of difficulty. There's going to be times where it's not going to feel easy. There are going to be times where you're hungry. There are times where you're battling against the will to eat the entire pack of big biscuits. And quite frankly, folks, there's a mindset we need to get in there. And it's a mindset of doing yourself a favor. It's the mindset of, would the person I'm trying to become do what I'm about to do? Would they finish the entire pack of biscuits, yes or no? Most likely the answer is going to be no. So why are you doing it? Don't overcomplicate it. It's a bit like Googling your um, symptoms, isn't it, when you feel ill and all of a sudden it sounds like you've got, you're going to die next week when really it's just a headache. Oh no, I've got a brain tumour. No, you haven't. You need a paracetamol. Instead, what we need to do is we need to make sure that we're just sticking with our plan. Because when we stick to our plan and we go through the highs and through the lows, then we will th see it through and you will see progress in the long term. And folks, you've got to understand why you're doing it. You, why are you trying to lose that weight? If you're not bothered, don't lose weight. If you are bothered, then you can do something about it. You've got to understand why you're bothered about it. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to say this as sensitively as possible, but this is a bit more of a blunt episode of a podcast because I want to just get this off my chest. If you don't want to lose weight, you need to own that. Because nobody's going to tell you that you need to, or at least they shouldn't really, unless you're a doctor, unless you are genuinely largely overweight, diabetic, borderline diabetic, pre-diabetic, borderline um, ob obese. That's fine. Own it. If you're not fussed about losing weight, then stop wasting your time by trying to diet because it's miserable. Diets are not long term. 
But if we constantly start overcomplicating it, thinking we have addictions and we have this, that and the other folks, then guess what? You're going to start believing that you're addicted to it. Sugar is not addictive. It's not a case that you are addicted to eating shitty foods. It's that you're probably masking some sort of emotion with that food because that food brings you comfort and brings you a sense of security. That's why we eat so much of it when we want to. We're masking something. We're masking stress. We are masking worry. We are masking something else going on in our life. Sorry, I'm just walking my dog. Hang on a minute. Ernie, this way. You know, we are hiding something. What we need to do is need to understand what that is. Otherwise, you're just trying to put a plaster on this catastrophic bleed. It's not going to work. If we don't understand what it is that we are masking, what it is that we are hiding, what it is that we're insecure about, what it is that we're in pain about, then you're going to keep reaching for biscuits. And you're going to be questioning why you're reaching for biscuits. You're going to beat yourself up for it. And then you're going to try and find the next shiny thing, read the next book, find the next thing, read the next blog. When you've got a perfectly adequate plan in front of you that you just need to follow. I hope that's sinking in, folks. Because there are times where people are guilty of just trying to find the next new thing. And do you know something? I've been in that boat. Usually for fitness, actually, for, for me. When I was in the army, I, I had, this, had this complex that I wasn't as jacked as I should be for being in the army. I was pretty weak, to be fair. Um, I actually did fail my push-up target for passing out of basic training in the army. It's only because they didn't record it properly that I managed to get away with it. If that hadn't, if that had gone down as the right number, I wouldn't have passed. It's quite, it's quite simple. And I've kind of carried around this complex that I've just not been fit enough or strong enough. So I tried all these different programs and these different supplements and these different things, but I didn't give it enough time. When I was young and naive on my journey, I didn't give it enough time to sink in, to take effect. I was doing it on and off for a few weeks, not looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, not being an SAS operator, and actually in a bad place, trying to find the next thing, read the next book, read the next blog, buy the next program, spend the next load of money. When in actuality, I had like 10 great programs that I could have just done one of. And it's exactly the same, folks, with your weight loss. Sometimes we really do need to take a long, hard look in the mirror and figure out why we're trying to do this. What is driving us? Who are we doing this for? Because if you are just doing this for yourself, it's going to be a tough journey. You know, if you're just doing it for vanity, tough journey. If you're doing this for your family, for your friends, for the future version of you, to avoid a past version of you, then, then we have a goal to achieve. And that gives you the will to do the thing. Now then, if you're saying, look, I'm not seeing any weight loss and I'm nailing all the stuff, then quite frankly, you're not nailing all the stuff. And I'm not saying that in a, in a, in a sort of bullshitty manner where it's just like, oh, you're just not doing the work because I'm, I'm here to solve problems. I am a professional problem solver. However, we need to make sure that we are nailing every single possible basic that we need to 
before we come to the conclusion that it's not working. If tracking is not working, are you actually tracking? Are you actually being accurate in what you're tracking? Are you being truthful in what you're tracking? Did you track it down to the nth degree? If you are doing this more um, holistically and you're, and you're doing maybe habit-based approaches, what do your portions look like? Weigh out your portions once in a while. Double check what 100 grams of protein actually looks like. You know, 100 grams of chicken breast is not 100 grams of protein. 100 grams of chicken breast is probably about 30 grams of protein. And we need to realize things like this along our habit-based approach. You know, there's a lot of data that we need to dive into and you need to own up if you don't know those bits of data because then we need to solve that problem. So analyze everything. That's why I say the best thing you can do is take a seven day food diary and write every single thing that you put in your mouth for an entire seven day period. Everything, truthfully. If you decimate that entire pack of biscuits, you write down the entire pack of biscuits. If you had 100 grams of chicken, you write down 100 grams of chicken, not just half a chicken breast, 100 grams of chicken. Because when we do this, folks, we get accurate data because we are trying to change a state. And when we're trying to change a state, we have to measure things to find improvement. We have to. Not everyone is is endowed with a metabolism that can just eat whatever it wants, do whatever it wants, and never gain weight. If you were, if you did have that, you would not be here now listening to me rabbiting on in your ears. I'm trying not to make this sound like a lecture, folks. But there's a few things that we just need, to, just need to get clear here. If this isn't working for you, be 100% certain that you are doing the thing right first and foremost. Then come to me and we'll workshop it. But what we're not going to be doing, folks, is batting around with the next 55,000 different methods of doing something if we've agreed that there's a method for you to do something and you haven't been following that method through. Weight loss. Simple, but bloody hell, it's not easy. Yeah? It is simple, but it is not easy. It takes discipline. It takes courage. It takes fortitude. It takes resilience. It takes doing the right thing for not immediate results. It takes doing proud the future version of you. It takes questioning everything you're doing and that's exhausting folks. This is not easy. Don't let me sell it to you as easy, it's not. It is simple, but it is not easy to implement. Not for everyone. Some people can transform their lives overnight, that's great, and I've worked with some of those people and they're fantastic. That's 1% of the population because they're rare it's, it doesn't work for the large majority of us so team I'm going to leave you with this think about where you're at right now what are you going through are you struggling if you are struggling are you following what we said you to do if the answer is no do it for seven days 100% to the T best of the class and then come back to me and say this isn't working do it for seven days. Make sure we can actually manage these things. Okay? And then when we come to an agreement as to what it is that you can do, see it through for four weeks. See it through for four weeks, sticking to the plan. If your plan is to weigh yourself, 
which it is for everybody actually, to weigh themselves once a week, not every day, once a week in the same state, on the same time, post-toilet on the same day, then do it and put the bloody scales away for the rest of the week. Because that weekly measurement is a progress metric. And then in four weeks time, when we look to reassess measurements and weights and we see the metrics, we're gonna see a downwards trajectory, which is exactly what we want. Cool, I'm gonna leave that there folks. Um, hope you're all well. Hope you had an absolutely fantastic week so far, no matter what time of the week it is that you're listening to this. Remember team, if you need help, I'm there. Reach out, I can't read your mind. But as soon as you have a question, as soon as you have a, a, a thought process, question, send it to me. Send it to me and let's go. All right team? I'm here for you, okay? I'm here for you every step of the way. But do me a favor. If we're in a relationship together, don't cheat on me, okay? Don't cheat on the relationship. Let's keep this going, team. You've got it. Peace.